This is Hashtag Authentic, a podcast for online creatives. I'm Sarah Tasker and this is episode 19. Hi everyone, so it's another interview this week but this time with a bit of a difference. I'm talking to five women about a group fundraising initiative that came to life via Instagram and has so far raised over £10,000 for charities both in the UK and internationally since starting in just March of this year. They share the story of how they got started, what they're hoping to achieve and the impact it's having so far. There are lessons along the way for anyone who wants to make a difference, work as part of a team or just use social media to get their message out there. Hello ladies! Hello! Thank you for joining me. This is going to be fun and maybe slightly chaotic. We like chaos. Excellent. Um, so to get started, can we go around and everybody, if you introduce yourselves? Sure. Hello, everyone. I'm Julia. I'm a food and travel blogger originally from Rome, Italy, but I've lived in London for many years now. Hi, I'm Joe. I Instagram on uh, at Candids by Joe. I'm a food photographer and I also blog at um, CandidsByJoe.com. Uh, hi, yeah, my name is Elena and I focus more on travel, London and lifestyle and my background is in marketing but I currently focus more on photography and Instagram. I'm Jessica, uh, Oliver is known as Jess on Thames. I'm a travel writer and photographer, um, actually as a side project, otherwise I work as a strategy director for a film company in London. Before that I was in Brussels for ages so I'm kind of like a little bit of a nomad. <laughs> hi everyone. I'm Sharka. I'm originally from Prague in the Czech Republic, but I've been living in London for nine years and I'm a food photographer. I used to be a blogger, but now it's more just a photography. So Jessica, maybe you can tell me how you guys all met. Sure. Um, well, Instagram is, as I think everyone who listens to this podcast knows, is a funny world, um, but it's a lovely world and one where community kind of naturally happens. And so I actually met Joe first, I think, through a mutual friend um, a couple of years ago. And you, you just meet people through different events, through suggestions, and you end up having these lovely, authentic conversations online. And then you end up meeting each other, usually by chance or by surprise in person. And it just becomes, it's just wonderful. Usually, you know, you end up bonding with people before you've even met in person. And it's even more special when you meet face to face. And people you meet on Instagram, I find, are just how you expect they're going to be when you find them in real life. So true. Which is surprising, given that all we really know about each other is how we like our coffee and (laughs) what what our shoes look like. You just have to try to surprise people. We were just saying last night, you know, you show up and you immediately want to jump into whatever you saw behind their lives, you know, yesterday. But at the same time, you don't want to scare them. (laughs) (laughs) By knowing far too much about their whole life. Exactly. So then you all started to connect via Instagram by the sounds of it. So when did creating for good come about? Um, sure. We met, I think it was early this year in late January or February. I can't remember. We all met in Notting Hill and um, one of the members, Jessica Bride, had us over and hosted a beautiful breakfast. We kind of just chatted and brainstormed and that's kind of where all happened and then I think within two hours we had a website creatingforgood.com an Instagram account and a Slack profile (laughs) so it kind of just all really kind of just really the magic happened in in two hours on one fine morning in Notting Hill amazing wasting no time then no that's what happens when you get a 
group of really motivated people together apparently. <laughs> and where did that motivation come from? Maybe Elena you can tell us a bit about kind of the idea behind Creating for Good. Yeah I think we were all a bit frustrated about the things going on in the world and we all wanted to help but we didn't know how and then Joe came up with this brilliant idea that we should get all together and discuss what we can do and that's how Creating for Good was born and we haven't stopped since then. <laughs> so what are the charities that you guys are kind of mainly supporting? I think Joe is really best to talk about the charities because she's the one who kind of originally decided yeah. which charities. You happy with that, Joe? Um, sure. So we we chose three and um, we were cognizant to really want to focus on some smaller charities as well as some bigger ones. And then both um, within London because it's trying to help foster the community within where we live and also abroad. So the three that we chose is Women for Women. That's Women for Women International, which is abroad. And Breaking Barriers is based in London. It's a smaller charity and they focus on getting employment and training, career training for refugees settling in the UK. And also Just Bread London, um, which is a little bit food focused, but they have about 10 uh, refugee women coming into a bakery that donates their space every Tuesday and teach them how to bake bread and, you know, just kind of connect with each other and learn about how to make bread so that that's something that they might be able to use as an employment resource in the future. I love that. And also, I guess, a confidence building activity and a a networking opportunity and all those things as well. Absolutely. And apparently isolation is a huge issue within um, the refugee community. So that's one of the programs that's trying to help tackle that problem. I love that. They're inspirational choices. The hard part was there were so many great programs. So trying to research was was hard. But um, we were kind of really interested in these programs that were kind of helping build skills as well so that you know, you're, you want to help them financially, but at the same time, you're trying to give them skills so that they can help themselves. Yes, make something sustainable. Yes, exactly. Um, and what has the response from those charities been? Do they know how you're raising funds for them? They do. And everybody has been just incredibly helpful and supportive and just giving us detail and giving us um, their time to talk to us about what they're doing. When we first started looking into these charities, we met with every single one of them and you know had a chat with them about what they're doing. Um, how they're using the funds that they're raising to, you know, help with their program and help people. And they've all, I think for the two events that we've hosted, they've all sent representatives to come to either to speak or to participate. So, um, and, and they're just very grateful to have any kind of help. I'm sure. I mean, for just raising their profile, kind of regardless of the added fundraising, it must be a huge bonus for them. Definitely. And I mean, some some of the programs are so small that they don't really have that kind of social com- media component to it. So I think part of what we're doing also helps raise that profile as well. That's amazing. Does someone want to talk about how do you raise the funds that we're talking about here? I guess not everyone listening will know about the events. Shaka, we've not heard from you. Do you want to talk about the event? Well, I can actually only talk about conference because sadly I wasn't here for the first event. Yeah, so the most recent one, uh, it was actually our first two-day conference. It was kind of like an introductory uh, event where all of the team members came together and uh, we organized, like it was a conference but also like a creative day where each of the members thought a small workshop. It was one and a half hour workshop and we had photo walks, we had cinemagraph uh, workshop, we had Instagram stories, food styling and uh, food photography session, also getting behind your 
automode on camera and uh, also we had an amazing panel discussion and I think uh, it was like really the sense of what we do because we were trying to teach skills and uh, just introduce our collective who we are what we do and I think it was a really great success and we had amazing feedback I saw lots of people sharing uh, the day on Instagram obviously and on Twitter and it did look amazing and there's such a thirst people really want to know about these skills and how they can get involved don't they yeah it was it's just amazing how this small community can just help each other and uh, you know just by using skills and Instagram we can do quite a lot and yeah we I think we didn't really expect such a great feedback and uh, outcome but it was great. That's amazing. Elena can you tell me about the first event that you've hosted as well? Yeah our first event was an auction social so we've got a lot of amazing items that we collected from different sponsors and then people could bid for those items and win amazing experiences or different workshops so it was lots of exciting things to do and then we had it at Hoxton Hotel in Shoreditch so it was a lovely space and then all the people could just talk to each other and they could uh, like bid on the items so basically that was it. it was it was more of a social component than actually learning something as opposed to the second event we've done and so going forwards are you thinking maybe a mixture of the two types of events or something different yeah we're kind of still deciding on the next step but we feel like the workshops are are more valuable so we'll probably continue more with this what we might do another auction event that as it went really well yeah as as it went really well and we were able to raise uh, a good amount of money as well can i ask how much you've raised so far is that an okay question george do you want to take this one um, of course, we. I think we've raised over ten. We've definitely raised over ten thousand. I think it's ten thousand three hundred. That's incredible. In the last three and a half months, um, and I also I do want to um, take a minute to just explain that um, we're completely volunteer led. So we have no funding whatsoever. So a lot of what we do is dependent on um, really nice partnerships and sponsors um, that we work with. So for example, at the conference, uh, WeWork donated their space for the whole day for us to host our conference, which I think is pretty amazing because, I mean, property in London is kind of hard to (laughs) come by. So for for someone to just donate that, I think is incredible. Absolutely. And did you get donations presumably for the auction as well? Yes. So all of that was donated. The space at the Hoxton Hotel was donated at the conference. Danny from the Social Kitchen basically catered the whole event (laughs) for about 50 people. Wow. And I mean, just did, I, I don't even know how she managed it, but she did an amazing job. It's incredible. She knocked it out of the ballpark. It was the most beautiful catering I've it ever seen. Amazing. She basically did it by herself. Yeah. <laughs> huge shout out to Danny because she just surprised everyone. She just did a wonderful job. I'll make sure we link to her in the show notes so everyone can go and show her some love. Yeah. I think what's really nice because you guys are bloggers and Instagrammers is we're used to kind of these perks to being able to maybe get something donated something for free maybe you can ask and get a free hotel stay in London or something but this is the first time I've seen anyone pull all that together and use it purely for good rather than for their own kind of growth or development exactly Uh, if I can add something to that I literally emailed every single person I've ever worked with every brand and every PR I've got in my inbox and it's particularly for the auction social but also for the conference and we had such amazing response by loads of people who just wanted to help and and donated so much for for our efforts which was great so what we said about the instagram community made up of really nice people that 
you then meet in real life and they're as nice as they look on Instagram, but actually the brands as well and the people behind the brands are more often than not, they're also very lovely and generous. Um, Jessica, I'm wondering if you encountered any one less than lovely because obviously the charities that you've chosen have a left-wing political slant which we we can very easily think that everybody feels the same way as us about those things especially on social media when it feels like of course everybody supports refugees in the UK for example but of course that's not always the case has there been any negativity we've been really I mean I I don't want to say lucky because I want to, I mean, you have the tendency these days with the way that the world feels like it might be going to, to swing into to pessimism. But um, <laughs> I've also been raised, you know, it's a good thing about being raised an American as well. I think we're given kind of an over um, overly large sense of optimism, which I hope doesn't go away. <laughs> we've, we've been really lucky. We, I, I haven't encountered anything. I mean, not, not one phrase of negativity, only encouragement, only kind of, you know, even if someone can't help this time around, they say, please contact us next time. Lots of proactivity as well of people saying, you know, keep us informed about what you're doing, about what your future plans are. I hope it stays that way. You know, I think I wouldn't say any negativity is what we come across. I think there is a bit of hesitation. And I know that, um, you know, everyone who kind of interacts with Instagram these days kind of wonders in which direction Instagram's heading. And I think those of us who have found it such a warm, you know, kind of natural growth, you know, artistic community is that you hope that maybe that doesn't get overpowered by things or, you know, people who have, who have maybe less, I don't know, artistic, you know, intentions, but, mm-hmm. but who knows where it's going, you know, everyone kind of just wonders what the future is going to hold. But I think that's one reason why we've been so grateful that this has come around at the time it is. And I mean, all of us are very thankful to Joe for coming up with the idea, which I've never seen 10 people sit in the room and so quickly embrace an idea and action it. And I think that's a reflection of the wider community as well. So I think that's probably one reason why we haven't seen the negativity that, you know, could have come up is because actually this is something that, that people wanted to see. Absolutely. It's kind of like, it feels like there was a gap that maybe none of us realized was there and you've rushed in and filled it. Yeah, yeah, we hope so. Do Instagram know about what you're doing? Have they acknowledged it at all to you? I think they do. I think um, we had spoken to one of their community managers and she's been very supportive and likes to stay up to date as to what we're doing and has offered suggestions here and there before. Yeah. Okay, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. And fingers crossed, maybe there'll be some more collaboration there in the future. That would be awesome for you guys. Yeah, we definitely. Al- we also hosted the auction event on the 25th of March, which was on the weekend of the worldwide insta meet when the theme oh, yes. the theme this year was kindness so there was a reason why we chose that day and we did uh, make instagram aware that we were hosting that event but at the same time we didn't want to make it an instagram event because it, it wasn't it was just us organizing an event to donate 100 percent to charity and we happened to make it work on kindness day which was nice that's a perfect match yeah so who are we missing I mean the team really is a group of people I think who really this all started because Joe sent out an email to um, a group of people that she interacted with on a regular basis who I think maybe Joe you thought were a bunch of do-gooders I mean how did, how did, actually, <laughs> you pull, how, how did you pull your initial list together Joe and then maybe we can talk about who's missing today uh, no honestly I think when the idea came to me and I was just started meeting because you know we meet up for coffee from time to time with uh, just different people and I've kind of just I was so frustrated at one point that I just started talking like you know this is kind of what I want to do I want to do something I I can't just sit here and um, everybody I spoke to within the team had kind of had the same feedback which like I want to do something I'm really frustrated I don't know what I can do and especially since a lot of us come from 
kind of the freelance, you know, photography, uh, creative background and use Instagram uh, pretty heavily. We weren't sure, you know, there's only so much money you can donate yourself and there's only so much that you have. <laughs> so um, once we once I kind of started hearing the same conversation over and over again, and actually, when once I go through my feed and it's, you know, the people I follow and I'm just reading their thoughts about what's going on and how frustrated they are, that's kind of how I compiled a short list of people that who might be interested. So what I didn't realize is that I would get a yes from every single person I sent the email <laughs> to within, you know, that morning. So it is um, Siobhan from Pretty City London, Mendy from Angry Baker, Jessica Bride from Bellany. And a lady in London, um, her name's Julie. Marlene Lee, I think it's Cookies and Candies. And uh, Steffi, <laughs> Daydreamer. Um, Rosella DeGordi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right either. And Charlotte. oh, Ina, what Ina sees in Charlotte, um, who's Charlotte Hugo. And yep. And then also once we kind of started announcing Creating for Good, we've just had so many people kind of contact us and say, I love what you're doing. How can I help? So Hannah Ray, who actually was um, used to work at Instagram and is yeah, their first community manager. Um, she's been just super insightful. And let's see. I think that's about it, right? Yeah, and huge shout out. I mean, everyone kind of has taken up different roles, um, which has been yeah. really supportive because we kind of got way over enthusiastic on the first day and we set up a yes. everywhere. And then we went, oh, we need to manage these. <laughs> you know, like what? And who's going to do it on top of their own? Um, and so Mendy, um, Angry Baker, who happens to be one of the funniest individuals on the planet, has yeah. also been, yeah, has been curating um, our Instagram feed. And we're very, very grateful to her because that takes a huge amount of work. And we were, you know, we were joking yesterday about how we thought maybe a post every other day, you know, maybe three, four times a week would be great. And she does it every day and comes up with something. Um, and then Jessica Bright as well, who just goes over the, the, the top you know, with every single event. She always comes with, you know, twice as many gorgeous flowers and wine and, you know, things that she just manages to get people to donate because she's got the most infectious personality. And um, literally, I've never you know, met anybody who puts in 150% at everything. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, Ina, the conference wouldn't have kicked off, wouldn't have gotten done without Ina as well. The amount of organization behind the scenes that she put in was just great. Sounds like a total dream team that you've assembled. It is. It's wonderful. And it's impressive that you are all able to agree on things because um, we're all used to working by ourselves. We're not usually team players by the nature of these jobs that we do, I suppose. It's actually amazing to work on something with a team. And I now can't do my own blog on my own anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jess to design my website. I want yeah. Charlotte to take my pictures. And I want, you know, Hannah to do my Instagram stories and so on. It's just, it's amazing how everyone just put together, put in something that they are talented at and and it all worked out so seamlessly as a team. It sounds like you're all learning from each other as well. Yeah, 100%. I, I wish I could have attended all the workshops um, at the conference. I was teaching a workshop on food styling and photography with Sharka and, um, and then the rest of the day I tried to attend as many other workshops as I could, but I wish I could have attended them all. Or maybe next time you can overlap in a different way. <laughs> I'll, I'll join as a, as a guest next time. I'll pay the ticket, <laughs> donate the money and <laughs> just be there as a normal <laughs> attendee. That's the way to do it. Yeah. 
And that frustration that you talked about that people were feeling, do you, are you feeling less of that? That's a good question. I think we take a lot of heart, I think, in how we feel after every time we get together. I mean, even just last night, um, a bunch of us who could had the evening free got together just to kind of have a postmortem because literally we were so exhausted after the conference we did. Most of us were just, we looked like we were hungover for three days afterwards. <laughs> we just organized an event. But I think um, every time we get together, it's super motivating. We end up just laughing incredibly hard sharing the latest creative things that we've done brainstorming we almost always have too many ideas I think maybe our one danger is being overly ambitious <laughs> in what we want to do but there's just so much enthusiasm and that's an infectious thing and I think the longer we can keep that enthusiasm going and channel that into creative ways I think it will keep going and so that's that's just it's such a delightful thing yeah it's an amazing thing and a thing that wouldn't have happened if you guys hadn't all come together like this if there's people listening who are feeling super inspired which I'm sure they are and they maybe think they want to set something up of their own have you got any advice about how to go about it or what works from what what I've learned from this experience is probably and I didn't expect this from the outset but definitely work with people who inspire you and people you enjoy working with because it is I'll say it from the outset it is a lot of work um, (laughs) leading up to the conference and leading up to the auction it was kind of a full-time job for a a little while because there is a so much organization that comes with it and have a clear idea of who you're trying to reach out to as well and for the most part I think it's really hard to do it yourself if if you can get a group of like-minded people who are all as enthusiastic as you are but what you're trying to do then I, I think that can't be a bad thing because it's as much work as it is and as great as it feels to give back I think it's also just been really fulfilling to be working with you know such a great group of people and it makes the community feel strong and it makes you feel less alone and you know that was I think part of the frustration as well so kind of all of these different elements tie in together yeah it seems like that's really crucial I think another advice I would give is even though like don't just focus on one social media channel or one channel to reach your audience because we we are all Instagrammer and we all met through Instagram. Uh, and so that's a big channel that we use to promote what we do and our events. But at the same time, we have a Twitter page, we have a Facebook page, we have a newsletter, we have a website. And we, we really try to push our message out in all these different ways. Because if we were only using Instagram, we would only reach the people we already know and their friends, whereas we want to reach people who have no idea about these charities and about how they can help and they might feel the same frustrations and want to to do something about it yeah because they're all over people like us are are all over the internet they're not just on instagram surprisingly (laughs) (laughs) have you worked out what your combined following is between the whole bunch of you um i think back in april it was definitely over 1.2 million (laughs) Um, I think it's definitely grown since then, but I haven't actually kept track. And on me also, the actual Creating for Good Instagram feed has been growing immensely because of um, under Mendy. So then that's been really helpful as well. So it has its own audience kind of in its own right as well. Yes, exactly. And actually also, um, we heard from somebody, somebody had said that they heard about us from one of the charities that we support so it also works the other way oh that's amazing that's really lovely yeah that was really nice so what's next for you guys you've talked about possible future events 
Is there anything kind of in the pipeline that you can start to talk about? <laughs> I'll take that one. Well, last night we were throwing out ideas. Basically, we know we're going to do something. Um, I think timing, because we all kind of have other things as well, we're just trying to figure out how to do it to, A, give people enough advance notice that it is coming. I mean, I think that's the tricky thing is that, Number one, you want to feed people's kind of um, appetite for learning new creative skills. And I think we get really enthusiastic about that. But we also, it's a fundraising effort. We are doing this to help charities and help people who need things in much different ways than we do and in much crucial ways. And so we also want to give people time to be able to to raise the money that we ask them to donate in um, return for those skills. So I think we're going to be looking at maybe doing quarterly events, small things like photo walks or um, talks. You know, we might do a couple of additional panel talks if anyone is a enthusiastic um, travel Instagrammer. We've been thinking about doing one of those for a while. We've also thought about, you know, Instagram and business and different things that you can learn, some walks around town. And then we were also thinking about more creative workshops. Joe's Cinemagraph workshop went down like a house on fire. And so I think there's been a big appetite to do another one of those. But, you know, I think we need to give ourselves time to plan it as well. So stay tuned is what I would say, because we'll definitely do more. Um, we're just trying to figure out the schedule on, on when to bring things out next. So how can people stay tuned? Where can they find you all? Instagram, website, Facebook. We are at creatingforgood.co.uk online and then at creatingforgood on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And the newsletter, we've got, got a newsletter. We've sent out five newsletters so far that usually Joe writes and they are amazing they're really inspirational and actually in the last one we didn't mention it yet but we have a video of our conference that a videographer called Daria filmed uh, and offered to film for free and it's an amazing video that it's now on our website and it was part of our newsletter last week but yeah definitely come go to our website and sign up for uh, news amazing and if people aren't local to the UK if they can't come along to the events is there anything else that you, people can do that will support you I think one of the best support that we have been getting besides people attending um, our events is that just kind of helping us spread the news about what we're trying to do um, um, we have had a lot of people saying that they're interested in doing something if we can kind of go to closer to where they are. So we are thinking about maybe branching out a little bit and doing a few abroad workshops. But I mean, that's just we're it's still in the planning stages right now. But retweeting and maybe sharing about the Instagram account and blogging about what you're doing would all be super helpful, I imagine. Exactly. That'd be great. Very. And the, the amount of emails that we've received, you know, we kind of have a, a creating for good at Gmail email address. And we've received so many spontaneous offers for help, ideas of things that people would like to see, uh, suggestions of other people that we talk to. And we absolutely love them. I mean, I check that email address more than I should. So I think if anyone has <laughs> any ideas of things that you'd like to see, additional people who would be interested, I mean, please do reach out to us and let us know what you think, because we'd love to hear from you. Amazing. Ladies, thank you so much for talking to me today. I feel supercharged up and inspired, so I'm sure everybody else will too. I just want to let people know that all of our events are open to both women and men. <laughs> um, we are yes. primarily a group of women organizing the, these events. And um, a lot of the charities that we look at are benefiting women. But that's not to say that we're not inclusive. <laughs> yeah, Instagram can be funny like that. It can feel like it's a woman's only world sometimes. I know I struggle to find men to talk to on this podcast, but, but they are out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> and thank you so much for having us. Thank you for talking to me. I think it's an amazing story and I knew that everybody needed to hear about it. You'll find show notes and links to all the social media pages for Creating for Good at neonola.co.uk forward slash podcast 19, where you'll also find a sign up box where you can subscribe to get podcast notifications delivered to your inbox each week if you'd like. Also, I just really want to say a big thank you to all of you who shout out about this show each week on your Instagram and on your stories and on your Twitter and Facebook pages. It genuinely means the whole world to me. And it really helps other people to find this show, which helps me to keep on making it. So if you have a friend who you think would like to listen to this episode or to any of the episodes, then maybe you could email them. Maybe you could tell them about it. Say hi from me because I would love them to listen and then I'd love you forever. Okay, I hope the sun is shining wherever you are today and that you're having a wonderful day. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you.